0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by rapodcast.net. This is episode DLXXXIV. <laughs> Recorded live on Super Bowl Sunday, February 3rd,
1: 2019. Oh man, the Super Bowl's got a long way to go to catch up to us.
0: <laughs> Here are your hosts, the man who's got to deal with melting snow at home, Dave Play. Hey. And the man who's most likely gonna have to deal with melting snow at work, Andy Lowe, hi. Is your work going to flood? Most, my my work, like, floods if it's a heavy rain,
1: so... So, I, we, we got a lot of snow, like, a couple weeks ago, and yeah. then we got a lot more snow a couple weeks ago, and then we got, like, really, really cold, like, stupid cold temperatures this week. <laughs> stupid cold. So... As the snow had been coming down, and it, you know, it, it comes down, it melts, it comes down, it melts. This is before it got, like, really cold. Uh, I went down to the basement, and I'm like, oh, crap, I think I heard the sump pump turn on. But, like, there's no way that the pipe isn't frozen outside, like, the outspout. And so I went down, and I pulled the plug on the sump pump, because sure enough, it had turned on, and was just, like, running continuously. And I'm like, that's not good. That's, that's really not good for the motor. So I pulled the plug on it. I'm like, okay, the snow is there. It's, it's not really coming in, and it's cold, so whatever. It was 40 degrees yesterday, mm-hmm. so, like, snow's melting. And because there was so much snow, even though it was stupidly cold, the ground wasn't really frozen, frozen, because there was, like, three feet of insulation in the form of snow. Yeah. Fun fact. Snow acts as an insulator. Yeah, that's how igloos work. Yeah, so <laughs> the ground's not that frozen, but there's three feet of snow outside, and it's starting to melt and rain. So guess what was filling up this morning? Your sump pump yep. container, yep. So had to go handle that. Uh, thankfully, I had actually prepared to handle it, because I went to Home Depot earlier this like a week and a half ago and I so i I have a like two inch worm pipe that had been coming off the house and and that had frozen like there there was a solid chunk of ice inside it. So my solution is there is now a four inch pipe out there. the hope being that it it won't get a chance to freeze because it's four inches hopefully.
0: Yeah, no the the grading at work is bad, and then all the snow. We we, <laughs> it's always funny when the snow plows basically start taking out uh, parking spaces in your parking lot because the snow has nowhere to go. <laughs> so they you know they keep on like pushing it away, but then the you know that snow freezes, and so they try and put more snow that same direction, and it doesn't work because there's a big pile of snow in the way that's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we started to slowly lose you know our parking lot. <laughs> You know, it was one parking space at a time. Every time it snowed, it was just like, oh, this is getting ridiculous. But yeah, no, the grading at work is bad. Uh, I guess the snowplow guy hit. We have a concrete barrier surrounding our generator so people don't accidentally run into <clears throat> the generator for the building.
1: That would be bad.
0: Yeah, some the snowplow guy ran into the concrete barrier because he didn't think that the concrete barrier was there because it was buried in the snow. Oh, no. Yep, so that's uh that's another fun one.
1: Did did he take out the barrier?
0: Yeah. Oh so I'm gonna I gotta find out what the hell we're gonna do about that. At least they didn't take out the generator. That's a plus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that would have been a very unhappy snowplow driver. Yeah. I'm sure it already was.
0: Yeah. The, the, ugh. It was not good. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm expecting to have water in our basement when I go into work tomorrow. I'm just oh. expecting it because I know it's going to happen.
1: Take a shop vac?
0: Oh, yeah, we've got a shop vac there and we'll try and, you know, clean it up. But we got a new hire starting in Lansing tomorrow and they don't have a computer up there for them. So I got to go up to Lansing and get that set up. So it's like,
1: yay. <laughs> a lot of stuff to do on the Monday after Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. Which do you also... have Super
1: Bowl plans today?
0: Uh, no. Outside of me checking in with our two radio stations that are broadcasting the Super Bowl to make sure that they're broadcasting it. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on
0: watching? No. Not even the commercials? No. The commercials, I can just catch them online afterwards.
1: Yeah, just go on YouTube now.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, um, yeah, we got the Puppy Bowl set up to record. We're going to do some shopping during the Super Bowl, because shopping (laughs) during the Super Bowl, nice time to go shopping.
1: Because everyone's busy watching the Super Bowl.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, we'll, uh... We'll see how it goes. But yeah, no, not going to watch the game. Don't, don't care. Professional football is that one sport that I never really got
1: into. I mean, but you got into college football. Mm Mm-hmm. How, how different is that? I'm not sure. It's. it's I mean, when- thinking about that, that's like, oh yeah, no, I only watch the amateurs. Forget the pros. It just, it just doesn't feel the same. I know. I'm, I'm actually right there
0: with you. Just watching the NFL players, something just feels weird about it. Like, I've tried watching it, you know, because the, the Lions game is on Thanksgiving every year, so it's like, okay, you know, I try and watch the Lions game, but I'm just not invested in it. But, you know, watching Eastern games and Western games, you know, I'm invested in that. It just it just seems more exciting.
1: I, I, I wonder if it's because they aren't professional, and so you're looking at, like, I could conceivably do that. Oh, no, I know I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the, Not at the, all. Yeah, the, Western, uh, the Western team always uh, hosts a uh, kind of like a, a kickoff luncheon for the season. Yeah. Um, and since we always, you know, we're the media, we always, get a, we always get a table or two at this kickoff luncheon. And they always bring some of the football players in to sit at each of the tables. And, you know, so you can, you can chat with the football players. And I look at these football players and they are like literally like, you know. Giants.
1: Yeah. Head and shoulders Giants. above me. Yes, they they are huge people. And I'm
0: looking, I'm going like, you're a frickin' freshman. <laughs> I am, you know, five, <laughs> six years older than you. Heck, at that more time. now.
1: <laughs> yeah, now you're, you're significantly more. But the, Sorry, I'm Andy. Still,
0: yeah, I know. I, I did the math. I'm like, wait a second. No, that doesn't work anymore. College, yeah. <laughs> God, I've been at this job since 2013. Crazy. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, so it just, you know, the, the, looking at the actual football players in person, like sitting next to them, just looking at them going
1: like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. Now just imagine getting like, you're holding a, a football mm-hmm. and that guy is charging at you. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> nope. That's mm-hmm. when
1: you run and you run fast <laughs> and you run
0: far. Yes, but you can only, <laughs> you could run backwards as far as you want. Well, yep. up to a point. Yeah. Then he People will stop. Get really upset at you if you do. Yes, he will stop chasing you after you run a certain distance. Most likely somewhere around close to a hundred yards backwards, yep. maybe less. But at most, you only have to run a hundred yards backwards before he will stop chasing you. Then everybody on your team will start chasing you.
1: <laughs> They'll be very upset.
0: They'll be very upset. Yes, and you'll never play again. <laughs> no. But yeah, no, the, the pro stuff, eh, whatevs. We watched the, uh, we watched the Dog Bowl yesterday. Puppy the Bowl is bowl. on today.
1: Is the Dog Bowl just, is that the, the pro equivalent of the Puppy Bowl? Uh, well, it's the older dogs. Right, so it's the pro equivalent of the Puppy Bowl.
0: Sure, if you want the to call it that. Puppy Bowl is
1: college football the dog bowl is professional football.
0: I I look at it more along the lines of the puppy bowl, it's like the PGA and the dog bowl is like the senior PGA. <laughs> okay. I still love it. They brought a great dane in <laughs> to the the thing and the guy was just it was a horse.
1: Yep. <laughs> I saw a Great Dane once in uh, Borders Book and Music back in Ann Arbor. Someone had brought in their Great Dane, and it was just laying out in front of one of the bookshelves. And it was the size of, like, the it was the length of one of the bookshelves. Yeah. Like, that is a big dog. Jeez. Also, I didn't know you could bring dogs into Borders.
0: Oh, it's probably a
1: service animal or a therapy dog or whatever these... No, Andy. 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 Yeah? This was at Borders Book and Music. Oh, think about that for a second, yeah, no, that wouldn't how How long ago was this that
0: was a that was a long time ago,
1: yes, this was before everyone had therapy dogs and service dogs and whatever. was that like a worker's dog then? No, it was, it was you actually could just bring dogs into borders. just very few people did. They had dog <laughs> treats behind the cash registers. I did not know that, yep. Huh. not anymore nope now i don't know if that was like the ann arbor store policy or if that was all of borders i don't I know i could ask i have a friend who works where i work who used to work at borders
0: granted i feel like since if it was the ann arbor store that means you know that was the corporate headquarters store
1: yep flagship store yep zero zero one
0: uh 2011 wow what about that was when borders ended was 2011 oh, yeah. yep Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> Sad, sad story. Mm -hmm. Now we have Amazon. (laughs) Did you watch the uh, Adam Ruins Everything tech show?
1: No. Oh. At least not all of it. I might have seen part of it. Yeah, he rips in. Which
0: part? Well, there was a big section where he rips into Amazon.
1: Oh, I mean, Amazon's a terrible
0: company. Yeah. Like a terrible company. Mm Mm-hmm. They brought up the diapers.com story. I'm like, yes, I know exactly where this is going. As soon as they had a guy show up in a diaper, I'm like, I know. I know what the story is going to tell me. I know exactly what's going on. What, what was diapers.com? Diapers.com was a website selling yeah. diapers. Okay. For, you know, cheaper than you could buy in the store because, you know, less overhead. Yeah. Well, Amazon came out and said, hey, we want to buy you guys. Diapers.com said, no, thanks. We're good. So then Amazon uh, got some diaper supplier, some super cheap diaper supplier, (laughs) and sold diapers for super, super cheap. Like, they were literally losing money on it. But it's Amazon.
1: So it it balanced out with other things.
0: Yeah, so Amazon, you know, was able to undercut diapers.com and just, uh, you know basically drive diapers.com out of business. Then they bought diapers.com and then jack the prices back up. Yeah. And then jack the prices back <clears throat> up again. So it's like, they yeah. they literally, yeah, they were, they, they knew that they were not going to make any money, but they had the end goal of basically driving the competition out of business yeah. by s- superiorly undercutting them.
1: That's, that's not great.
0: Nope. That's Amazon.
1: That's really not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, they,
0: they brought up the Amazon uh, Diapers.com. They brought up the John Deere tractor problem with mm-hmm. right to repair. And it's just like they're just going across all the links here. And I'm like, <laughs> we yeah. talked about that. We talked We've about talked that. About we that. T- we talk, yep. I told it the to Kate and she's like, yeah, no, duh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. It's not, you know, not surprising. Yep.
1: I did see the John Deere tractor part of the episode. Okay. They break each episode up when they post it to YouTube. And so they only show parts of it. Yeah, Kate showed me something about the mattress one. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that. She's like, hey, how come we didn't watch this together? I'm like, well, you you, you weren't <laughs> around at the time. <laughs> I, sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'll wait next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where were we going with that?
0: I can't remember.
1: <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. Stepping back, stepping back. Ah, uh, Amazon borders, borders, dogs puppy bowl sure that's that's where we were that was the path okay it was the puppy bowl to the dog bowl to seeing great dane and borders to talking about borders to amazon to adam ruins everything should we actually talk about topics yeah we can actually pivot pretty close to that because when when i think of amazon yeah nowadays i start thinking of of um hq2 Oh, jeez. Which evidently is now like HQ2 and hq two and a half.
0: No, no, it's HQ2-1
1: and <clears throat> HQ2-2 two two, or HQA and B? 2A and 2B? Probably. Or is it like HQ2.1 and HQ2A? Because <laughs> they don't want either one to be first. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is the, the bidding process for that was a sham and was terrible and like was a race to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, Similar to the, and here's where the topic comes in, similar to the race to the bottom to get Foxconn to come and build a factory. (laughs) Remember that race when everyone was like, hey, Foxconn, come here and build a factory. No, come here. But then Wisconsin's like, we will give you everything. Gotta love Scott Walker. Including access to Lake Michigan. All that fresh water. Come on, Foxconn, come to Wisconsin. And Fox Yeah, so Governor was like, yeah, sure. Snyder was not pleased when he read that. I remember hearing that one. He
0: was like, you know, I'm trying to bid for them, but when they wanted that, he he's like, no, <laughs> yeah. Yep. no. Lake Lake Sorry. Michigan is one of our greatest natural resources in Michigan. No touchy. Yeah, touchy. Yeah, touchy.
1: I touchy the fish. God, I hopefully it's a lake. Hopefully that's not an Asian carp fish. Well, <laughs> so. Foxconn agrees. Wisconsin signs the deal. We give them a bunch of shit, like a lot of money—four point one billion subsidy, I think, or something like that. Yeah, like just huge amounts of like here's money, here's tax breaks, here's land. Oh, that's someone's private property. Oh, that's okay. We'll just declare eminent domain and take their property from them. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing, and it's actually in the courts because eminent domain is supposed to be for the public good. So. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, then Foxconn says, like, yep, 13,000 jobs in Wisconsin. Here you go, congratulations. Like, oh, actually, you know, large TVs, LCD panels, like, really big ones, like, ones that we thought we were going to build, turns out that's going to be really expensive to build there. We're probably going to build smaller ones, and that means fewer people. So probably only, like, 10,000 jobs, not 13,000. Oh, and a lot of those jobs aren't going to be manufacturing jobs. They're going to be, like, skilled labor jobs, like engineering and R&D. <laughs> and people are like, what? Hang on, wait a second. And then later on, they're like, actually, we might not even build the factory. It might just be, like, an R&D facility. Might only be a thousand jobs. Love it, love it. Yeah. So that kind of sucks now because this is like so big and so national, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this, This brought the attention of one Donald J. Trump, who said, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be bringing back manufacturing. And you guys said you were going to bring back manufacturing. And in a like private call where no one knows what was said because the White House does not release transcripts anymore. Yep, uh, the president and Terry Gow of Foxconn had a conversation, and now they're moving back with the the facility. Okay,
0: from what now, I read, though, it's not it's not uh, uh, what they had originally granted,
1: though. Right. So no one actually knows because they haven't published it, and Foxconn hasn't said anything, and the president hasn't said anything. Like, what are they building? Are they building a factory to build LCD TVs? Are they building a research facility? Are they going to employ 13,000 people? Nobody knows.
0: What, okay, Foxconn is moving forward with our planned construction of a Gen 6 fab facility, yep. which will be at the heart of the Wisconsin Valley Science and Technology Parks. Well, wait, the Gen 6 is not their latest and greatest Isn't stuff it? there.
1: No, Gen oh. 10. Wait, they're, what? <laughs> that is a big gap yeah. between a 6 and a 10.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so it's going to be a Gen 6 fab <coughs> facility, um, which is going to be doing LCD screens, which um, I feel like is kind of like a, a dying art, because OLEDs are getting, you know, cheaper and cheaper. Yep. So it's like, okay, Fox is going to build a factory, and like, how long is this factory going to run if it's building just LCD screens? Yep. So, yeah. Sorry, Dave.
1: Good job, Wisconsin. Sorry, Andy. Say goodbye to Lake Michigan. Ugh. Uh. <sighs> That'd be sad. Yep. <sighs> right. So, so what else do we have to talk about?
0: Um. What,
1: oh, there oh, was other oh, big oh, news over more, the weekend. Uh, well, I was gonna say more Wisconsin issues. Oh, you
0: got more Wisconsin issues. Where do you got?
1: Well, charter. Oh, yes. Charter is is well. It's not all of Wisconsin, but like at least my area. I have two choices on internet, and I actually only have one. I have charter. I have charter or AT and T i guess i I think i could get UVerse, right that's at&t
0: yes or just uh, it's basically just at&t internet now okay which they are now promoting speeds up to 100 megabits per second that's That's, their new thing it's you know that's pretty high yeah may or may not be available in your area yeah really yep and i'm just you know sitting here on charter let me just look to see i'm running a speed test right now Run the speed test thank you google Let's see, five... I'm currently 62 megabits per second down, and my upload is hovering right around 10.
1: You're 62 down? 62 down, 10 up. Jeez. Up to 25 megabits is what I could get from UVerse At $50 a month.
0: Yeah, I wonder if AT&T even offers it in my area. Let's and tcom slash...
1: That, that is the introductory rate
0: oh yeah i wonder what the cost will be after 12 months yeah Let's see check availability Da-da-da. what with do a 35
1: dollar activation fee for self-install or a hundred dollars for a full tech install good lord they are just like vicious
0: <clears throat> street address do 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 come on at&t like to set up service Ooh, I can get up to 50 megabits per second in my area for $50 a month. Oh, that's only a 12-month agreement. Oh, nice.
1: But then what would the ongoing agreement be?
0: I don't know. But it, no, it's literally plus taxes for 12 months with 12-month agreement. So it <clears throat> is only a
1: 12-month agreement. Right. And when the agreement is up... I normally... I, I do what I do it. with
0: my DirecTV. I call up and say, I'm going to leave
1: and they say oh please
0: don't leave yes and i go well give me my give me my stuff back (laughs) at the current rate Yep. and if they say no i say thank you very much i'm gonna call charter and then this time they i didn't have to actually cancel cancel the the retention department gave me the the correct level again but um last time i did cancel and direct (laughs) tv literally called me up the next day going please come back which I thought was just the stupidest thing ever. It's like, really? You said, oh, sorry, we can't do that. But then as soon as I
1: actually cancel, suddenly you can do that? Yeah, well, because they think you're bluffing. It's like, come on, just call the bluff. <laughs> they, they did call the bluff. You don't want them to call the bluff. You want them to fall for the bluff.
0: Yeah, yeah, but even if I didn't, I'm like, okay, you know, I can get Charter here. I literally was, like, signing up on Charter, and then they called me up, and I'm like, all right, hold on, let me cancel this installation then. <laughs> I'm keeping their internet, though, because your internet sucks. Yeah. But now I guess I've got problems.
1: Well, so Charter is increasing their fees. Despite that, they are spending less.
0: So they're going to increase the prices, <laughs> but they're not actually going to do anything with the money that
1: they're making. I mean, sure, they're going to do stuff with the money that they're making. CEOs got to get them bonuses, mm. especially when their bonus is tied to the like income of the company.
0: So their their capital spending is going down but their prices are going up. Love it. Is my price gone up at all?
1: I don't know. I like I'm starting to wonder about mine now. Like uh-oh. That's the problem is you get that discount for auto bill. And then you don't pay attention to it. Then you don't pay attention
0: to it. Then you got to remember what the hell your stupid login is because they always give you something funky because they give you Uh, a, I
1: no, I, I got rid of that a long time ago. Like I just got my own thing now.
0: I got to remember what the heck the stupid charter.net username is. Here we go. Payment history. Where's payment history? it under billing oh account activity okay uh 65 60 oh it went up by a dollar oh that's not that's not much no mine went up by a dollar
1: i'm okay with that okay (laughs) i'll need to go check mine out try to do that in a little bit i did find this by the way as a completely random thing i don't remember if i shared that with you last week you have not shared anything with me
0: yet oh there it is yes the the yeah the the glow-in-the-dark stuff yeah
1: yeah okay we talked about that yeah um yeah so much for like ajipai's oh if we get rid of all these regulations they'll be willing to invest more into their infrastructures well, it's how, funny how you well bring that up working out
0: because the net neutrality had a major update the litigation actually had their oral arguments heard Ooh. yes and
1: what is the result
0: well, it's just the oral argument, so we're not actually going to hear, you know, what the results were. But you, uh, there's three judges. This was in the D.C. Court of Appeals. So, you know, the Broadband's idea of trying to, you know, stack the deck about getting it in someplace other than, you know, Court of Appeals. That could be, you know, unfavorable to the ISPs. Didn't really work because it's currently the D.C. Court of Appeals because they
1: heard the, the uh, case back in, what, 2015? was it that
0: long ago I think it was 2015 well,
1: which which case are we talking about the original like no because the the case would be for the uh internet freedom restoring internet Freedom Act right I think so yes that wasn't in 2015 that was after the 2016 election
0: no no the 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 one with the when the isps uh were against Tom wheeler I think that
1: was 2015 okay. yeah that was 2015 20- 14 or 15.
0: I think this appeals court ruled in 2015. Okay.
1: I'm um, we need to start charting this out. <laughs>
0: Hold on. Let me see. Oh, sorry. Williams previously dissented in part from a 2016 ruling that upheld the Obama-era net neutrality rules. Now the same court is considering FCC Chairman Ajit Pai's repeal of those rules. Okay. So
1: it was 2016. Yep. So, okay. To be clear, this is different than what we talked about last week, where the ISPs, like, challenged in a bunch of different courts just to try and move it out of California, right? Yes. Yes. That was something else. I, that wasn't net new. Like it's it's kind of related, but uh so this is definitely being held in the DC Circuit Court.
0: Yes. This is definitely heard in the DC Circuit Court. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, oh yeah. And so the other
0: one was the 5G challenge. <laughs>
1: right right the pricing yes for 5g because the the fcc is totally like rolling over Mm -hmm. um not even rolling over like i need a better analogy the fcc is actively helping the isps here
0: yeah there were other things wondering if you know ajit pai was citing regulations in order to help the sinclair merger as well so yeah okay So this was the net neutrality lawsuit from Mozilla and all the other entities against the FCC. And this was the oral arguments. So, you know, the judges could ask questions of both, you know, the FCC side
1: and the the basically the Internet freedom side Mm -hmm. and the the actual Internet freedom, though. Yes. Be careful when you say Internet freedom. That is the FCC side. The FCC has a, a like putting taking away net neutrality is the restoring internet freedom order. God, I hate that so much. <laughs> Right. It's right. Yeah. It's all about the name. Yeah. So when you say the internet freedom side, you mean the net neutrality side.
0: Yes. The net neutral, the, the pro, pro net, net neutrality, neutrality side and yeah. the FCC side. They, the yes. judges were able to ask questions to both.
1: Oh, man. I really want to know what questions were asked.
0: Well, the, um, Ars Technica article mm-hmm. has the four hour plus oral arguments audio available. If you really had four hours to kill. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> If you, if you want to get to sleep at night, how about yeah. four hours <laughs> of questions about net neutrality? Which, at one point, though, they uh, were talking about how uh, the internet was like a pizza place. What? Yeah, they're saying, like, uh, where was it?
1: So it's it's like a truck, but a series of tubes, but a pizza place? Yeah, where... I don't see pizza in this article.
0: Which article are you
1: looking for? Ars Technica. Uh,
0: I think it's in the CNET article. Yep. Ah. Uh, I guess because there was an earlier court case. The Supreme Court, oh, yeah, Brand X. Okay. So this is part of the problem, though, is the fact that um, part of the <laughs> argument was that... Um, oh,
1: that's great. That's great.
0: <laughs> the, F- the the argument was, the F- does the FCC actually have the latitude to decide whether or not broadband is regulated the way it is because the law is ambiguous? The problem is, is back in 2005, the Supreme Court ruled... That basically, if a law is ambiguous, then you need to side with the regulatory agency for basically ruling on it. Right. So, you know, part of that, you know, attack kind of feels like you're going to get shot down because the Supreme Court has already ruled (laughs) on that same exact point.
1: But this is the case where the regulatory committee is saying we don't want to regulate like they're actively trying to remove regulation.
0: Yes, but if the, you know, most likely they're going to follow the legal precedent set by the Supreme Court and side with the FCC having basically the right to decide how ambiguous laws are dealt with. Hmm. What might happen though, and oh my God, Verizon shot themselves in the foot with this, a large section of the oral arguments was brought up with Verizon's wireless throttling of the firefighters in california
1: the we won't throttle we won't throttle we won't throttle hey guess what we're throttling and if you want the the full spectrum then you have to pay us more
0: yes during a national emergency yep because the fcc it, when they have to the deal rules have to take into account public safety so it's one of those things where it's like well, wait a second you know here is a clear <laughs> problem of an ISP not taking into account public safety, so it was one of those, you know, you know, there, there's one of those things where it's like, you know, oh, you know, the the firefighters have officially agreed though that Verizon didn't likely violate net neutrality principles because it was a mistakenly implemented a commercial service agreement between the company and the fire department. But the argument is is that with the current rules, there is no cop on the beat to you know regulate it because. Part of the repeal is the FCC pushed the regu uh, the uh, enforcement of the stuff to the FTC rather than the and FCC the FTC itself.
1: Is not staffed for this. Does not know how to do this. Well, they doesn't can, know the right players in this.
0: The FTC can also only um, react to hmm. complaints. So there, there was you know, if there was an issue right now, you the FTC FTC process is a post process. You know thing where, you know, if there's a problem going on right now, the FTC can't do anything right now. It has to be a after the fact thing there. And that was one of the judges, um, you know, saying post hoc remedies don't work in the public safety context. And unless I missed it, that was not addressed anywhere in the repeal order, which the FCC's lawyer responded that the burden ought to be on them, the public safety agencies, to show concrete evidence of harm, which the judge then said, why is the burden on them? The statute repeats again and again that public safety is an important goal. and You had comments from the public expressing concerns, a lot of them. It seems like you have a statutory obligation. You had a lot of comments, a serious issue that should have been addressed by the commission in the order. That's not a burden on them. So, I, I feel that, you know, I feel yeah. like there's one there's judge on this panel that seems to be pro net neutrality. There's another judge who uh, previously in 2016 dissented from the Obama era net neutrality rules. So I feel like one could go one way, one could go the other way.
1: It's a three-judge panel?
0: It's a three-judge panel. All right. Well. So uh, Judge uh, Millette is the one who was asking all these questions, digging into the FCC's stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Judge Williams was the senior circuit court judge. He was the one who dissented in 2016. And then there's Judge Robert Wilkins. So he's the one I'm kind of curious to see which way he's going to go, because it's a three-judge panel. Yeah. But we won't know because it's now going to be months before they actually rule. rule.
1: But that's the next step, right? Yes. So if I wanted to track this case, is there a... I know for for Congress, there's a, like, a way to track laws as they go through the process. Uh,
0: there probably is. I don't know what it is.
1: Court case tracker. Let's find out. Find Case Pacer. Court Records, United States Court. Uh, court Record Schedules. Pacer.gov.
0: Which you have to have
1: a login for. Public Access to Court Electronic Records. Okay, oh. you need to sign in first. <laughs> find a case. Search the pace, pacer, pace, case, pacer case locator. <laughs> <coughs> okay, there is a way. It's just not easy. Too bad. The, the law one at... Congress.gov is actually really cool.
0: So, yeah, so that's the update on the uh, net neutrality stuff.
1: Okay, uh, looks like we've got a topic about the Switch.
0: E- no.
1: Oh, just Smash Brothers.
0: Yes. Okay. Smash the Brothers
1: console, the console game.
0: Yes. Is the fastest selling console game in Nintendo's history. I
1: mean, it's a fun
0: game. Has sold 12.08 million units since launching in December 7th.
1: Have you gotten to play it yet? I don't have a
0: Switch. So Plus, you it's Smash do Brothers. You have switches? No, I... I don't
1: I... know what that means. What? That it's Smash Brothers. Like, is I, that... I've, I've you never don't like was... Smash Brothers?
0: Yeah, not really. Oh. No. I've mostly got destroyed by you guys whenever we played smash just not good it's it's like a soul caliber all over again so you know
1: okay so smash is selling really well yes like really well
0: Mm -hmm.
1: fastest selling though is not like the the most sales no it's just i mean it's got a long way to go to catch up to say tetris yes just to say it will never catch up to tetris
0: no but still selling 12 million units since it launched which means basically everybody went out who wanted to buy it and bought it Right away, yeah. So you know, I have a feeling, you know, these yeah, it sold really well, and now it's just going to plateau. But that's uh, that's Nintendo. Other Nintendo news, though, and I'm kind of excited for this. Mm-hmm. They're bringing Doctor Mario to your mobile device. Ooh,
1: this is more of the like Nintendo starting to actually embrace mobile. Yes. Do 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 do. Yep. Doctor Mario World.
0: Yep. I don't know what that means because Nintendo said the game will be free to download with optional in-app purchases. Don't know what that means. Why?
1: Yeah. You you can purchase a special colored pill. (laughs) Hmm. Because the Mario Run game, like, they made money off of it, but there was a lot of of public criticism for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they charged a lot of money.
0: Dr. Mario World is being co-developed by Line. I don't know who those are. Line is the messaging app. Which
1: messaging app?
0: The messaging app called Line.
1: I see. That I've never heard of before.
0: Oh, I use it... (laughs) It's it's what the the puzzle quest guys use for all of their communications. Okay. So yeah, puzzle I've got quest. it. I've got it on my home screen on my phone right now, right Just next to Marvel Puzzle, puzzle quest. quest and next to Discord. <laughs> it's it's like it's like a weird like Marvel messaging like try like corner of my screen because I've got Puzzle <laughs> Quest, Strike Force, and then I've got Line, Discord, and messaging, and then I've got a Google Doc that people keep updating information to about Marvel Puzzle Quest. So it's like oh, okay. Hmm. Oh yeah, no, this I feel like this is the game I should have played growing up, but we never owned it, so I never played it. Which game? Doctor Mario.
1: Oh. I mean you had Tetris. Yeah. You don't need Doctor Mario. You had Tetris. Doctor Mario is like the poor man's Tetris.
0: Oh, but it's Doctor Mario.
1: It is. Uh I'm other... play it on an emulator for half an hour and then say, Okay, I played it now. Yeah, <laughs> I got my uh
0: Got my Nintendo thing in here somewhere, right? Are you looking for your Game Boy? No, my Nintendo controller, the USB controller.
1: Oh, the one I got you.
0: Yeah, because I think I still have an emulator on here. I don't know. I'd have to look through all of my desktop icons. Oh my gosh, so many icons. Um, EA announced on their mobile gaming, though, their free-to-play games, since they've been released 10 years ago, have generated a billion dollars in lifetime revenue. Wow. For free-to-play games.
1: <clears throat> well, that's that's why the games are free. <laughs> They're not.
0: No. So, yeah, the uh, yeah free-to-play games do make money.
1: Oh, yes. nobody's su- a lot of money.
0: Yeah, nobody's surprised at that at all. The
1: question, I, I guess, is... How, how, like, what percentage of the players paid money, and what percentage of the players pay what percentage of money? Because usually for games like that, you you get what are referred to as the whales, mm-hmm. who will drop like a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on the game.
0: Did I did I tell you about the the new whale bait in Puzzle Quest? Nope. They released um, costume changes. Okay. So uh, let me see. Yeah. New feature costumes. So you can change how your characters look in the game.
1: That's what costumes usually do.
0: Yeah. No effect of any of the actual gameplay. It's just your character looks different.
1: Yeah. And again, that's what costumes do. Yeah. What was
0: the, let's see, Uh, Miss Marvel's costume was $15 jeez uh deadpool went to lady deadpool but you got that if you did your vip thing which was less than that. i gotta find out the thor one the thor one was ridiculous <clears throat> thor 75 dollars 75 dollars for a it's, costume it's an
1: incredible amount to pay for a costume
0: yes that's I have cool seen, shit. I have seen it in the wild. Though I have seen somebody who has paid seventy five dollars for a different Thor costume. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: So they're making a lot of money. Free to play makes a lot of money. This is not surprising. Uh, what else do we have, sir? GameStop. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I own GameStop stock.
0: Well, it took a hit.
1: <laughs> it took a yeah, big hit. I own GameStop stock. GameStop stock. Wow, that's not easy to say. Um, And, and I, man, I, for what it's worth, they still pay out really good dividends. (laughs) It's the only reason I haven't sold it yet. Uh, oh, oh. Did you
0: just look at it?
1: I just looked at it. Ooh. I have lost 40%. Ooh. 40% on this stock.
0: Well, the reason this latest stock tumble happened was that GameStop is not looking to be acquired by anybody now. Yep. GameStop's board has now terminated efforts to pursue a sale of the company due to the lack of available financing on terms that would be commercially acceptable to a prospective inquirer.
1: And their stock tumbled by a quarter. Well, you know, again, it depends on if you think the company's going to come back.
0: Is is there ever really a future of brick and mortar anymore?
1: I mean, there there has to be, right? Maybe not of national brick and mortar, but like there has to be a future in brick and mortar stores.
0: Yeah, Kate brought up clothing, which that would that makes sense.
1: Does it though? I don't know. Do you know how many? Do you know how many clothes Laura has ordered from Amazon in the last year?
0: How many has she returned?
1: A lot, but when the return is free.
0: Oh yeah, if the return is free. Hmm. <laughs> Kate doesn't like shipping the things back, so she buys things that she can return to brick and mortar stores.
1: Yep. I do have to Ooh, say, that just it ship it back.
0: There, I was actually. uh... I can actually bring this back to our uh, previous topic. Um, so I had said that two of our radio stations are covering the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Well, one of them didn't really ask me if, they, if it was even possible for us to broadcast it on the station without already agreeing to it. So I just, you know, come back and I get a message going, hey, we're going to be carrying the Super Bowl in 1660. And I'm just like, okay, where is it coming from? And they're like, oh, it's coming off of this port of this satellite receiver. And I'm thinking, I don't have any cables <laughs> for that satellite receiver. Oh, yeah. You know what I need? I need a DB37 cable. You have any idea where a, I could locally buy a DB37 cable?
1: DB37 cable or connector? Cable. Mm.
0: Or heck, even a connector. <clears throat>
1: uh, you can buy one on Amazon. Oh, it's Prime.
0: Yeah. No, it, I needed it um uh, yesterday. Actually, I needed it on Friday and they told me on Wednesday. So, so you yes, could have
1: ordered it on Amazon.
0: I could have ordered it on Amazon and paid for the one-day shipping, which would have been... Oh, two-day
1: would have gotten there Friday.
0: Depends because on if I ordered it.
1: What, what time you ordered it. Yeah. I can't imagine there were many places that you could buy that locally, though.
0: No, but man, did I need one. <laughs> oh, luckily, I found one hiding in our basement that I was able to modify to get to work, but it was one of those things that's like, man, I really need a TV-37 cable. Oh, It's one of those things where it's like, you know, if Radio Shack was around, they may or may not have had it. But, you know,
1: Mm, probably not.
0: Not having brick and mortar is, you know, great, except in a state of emergency.
1: Right. Like that time when you need the thing, Mm -hmm. when you absolutely need it and it's not there.
0: Mm -hmm. It's one of those things now Or it's, you know, Bork has always told me, hey, if you're going to order something off of Amazon, order two.
1: (laughs) Just just so we've got the other one around.
0: Yeah. Like that. That makes, you know, I don't need, you know, I don't need seven of something, but two would be nice. I found a whole I found a whole freaking box of DB9 to RJ45 adapters 25 bucks a piece when they were brand new can't use them anymore they're not the right pinouts. Ooh! I cracked one open to see if I could rearrange the pins you know using one of those like pin pusher things yeah the circuit boards are only wired up for half the pins because that's was that was all that was needed at the time so I can't I can't even rewire the boards so I'm looking at this bag of stuff going like this is freaking probably $500 worth of stuff it's now just a giant
1: paperweight. Mm. But yeah, no brick and That's mortar. How I feel about my GameStop stock? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that was it. No, that worked. I'm still bitter about that. Um, but
0: uh, are we in the age where we're just literally watching it? It's died. not a question of if, but a question of when.
1: I well, given that I still own the stock, I really hope it's a question of if.
0: Because so I think the last time I bought something from Walmart, you know, and checked online. Two day shipping, it's a, where else did I buy in the store? Yeah. It's I don't know. I feel I feel like yeah, we we're at the beginning. If it's if it's a niche a niche thing, then maybe yes, brick and mortar will stick around. But if not, what do we do?
1: Um I don't know. I'm not really in a position to to make that call. Uh, we can talk about something else.
0: Yes. What would you like to else to talk about? Starcraft. Okay. So we talked about Star last week craft. Alpha uh, Star. Yep, Alpha Star beat the uh, human players.
1: Yep. Well, so there there's been some feedback on this saying, well, it's not a fair fight, right? Because yeah. it's it's happening in real time. It's not a fair fight because Alpha Star can uh, click on things faster because it's just interacting directly with the API.
0: Yeah. Alpha Star has the ability to make, they literally state in the article that Alpha Star has the ability to make its clicks with surgical precision using an API while human players are constrained by a mouse.
1: Yep. And like, part of me says, yeah, that's that's true. But the other part of me says, well, but that's also the like the point, right? Like, the computer should be better at clicking than the human. It's it's the strategy that we need to worry about. Yeah. Like, of course, the computer is going to be better at clicking than the human. The computer is issuing a direct command that says, move this unit to this pixel. So I watched the the matches or some of the matches. I watched the what they published on YouTube, and it was it was really cool. But like, yeah, there's there's some uh, the the playing field was definitely not a level playing field. But the, the point of that is the human players like, are, are supposed to have been able to beat any AI at this. So it was pretty cool. Um, one of the things that came out during the, the little presentation that I, I... One of my favorite factoids is yeah. that Alpha Star. So, that you know, it's it's the whole, like, genetic breeding, neural network, survival of the fittest, right? Training and training and training and training. Uh, they said that the, the last batch of agents, which are the essentially the, the brains, uh, were developed after a week of training. But that's a week of real time. The game for Alpha Star, when it was playing against itself, was not happening in real time. You know that scene in war games where the computer plays itself? Mm-hmm. And then the the screens just start, like, going flickering crazy. really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Alpha started that and played itself a lot in those, those uh, one week. And it was the equivalent real time of about 200 years. These guys were playing against a computer that had 200 years of experience. Now, it's a computer, so 200 years of experience. It's not going to actually learn as much as a human would after 200 years of experience. Yeah. But it, it, it got to play for a long time. Uh so this article breaks down the different disadvantages and advantages, and it breaks down the uh what happened when they added the limitation of the camera because the, the game can see everything, and so Alpha Star can see everything, and what happened when they limited that and the, the computer well, among other things it started acting more like a computer. Yeah. Um the the human player mana was able to do a a um drop in the probe area so where it's collecting all the resources i think i did this to you in one game actually in the head to head yes i did that way back when
0: with the uh with the siege tanks
1: uh, you used a reaver, sir, because you were playing Protoss. Oh
0: yes, I think you tried it on me with siege tanks when you were playing humans, and then I Possibly. turned around and did it with you with the reavers.
1: <laughs> yeah, where you just brought in a shuttle. Yep. And you dropped the reaver, and it blew up a bunch of probes, and then you took it away. Yeah. Uh, ah, so so the human player did that to the AI to Alpha Star, and just thoroughly trashed it. But that only worked when Alpha Star was limited by the camera. Yes. So I think, yeah, it's interesting. I think Alpha Star just needs more training when it's limited to the camera. I don't know if it has, like, I don't know if it has object permanence, right? Like, oh, no, this thing's attacking me. I better go back to it. Oh, it disappeared. Okay, well, I don't need to worry about it anymore.
0: That's, that's literally what happened because, yeah, he, he picked it up because there was an army of stalkers that the computer had. So the stalker started coming back towards the base. When it started to show up, he picked up the guy, you know, pulled it out guy's like okay well it's gone and then they left started walking yeah. back towards the base when they started getting back towards the base he drop it in <laughs> kill a couple yeah. more guys and, and then,
1: just kept that army moving back and forth across the the map yeah that's not good
0: no what you really need to do is i'm sort of in my mind i'm going back to the uh, jeopardy watson thing yeah. Where, you know, the Jeopardy! Watson fight, in theory, was not a fair fight. Right. Because, you know, yes, they had the Watson thing standing behind the podium. But I remember Alex Trepactor in one of the shows did a tour of the just the dozens of server racks
1: so here's, backstage. So here's a fun thing about that. The, for Watson, they had dozens and dozens of server racks, right? Yeah. Uh, for Alpha Star, for training, they used the, uh, TPUs, the Tensor Processing Units, which are available on Google Cloud. And they, they used some, like, incredible number. It would have been essentially, like, thousands and thousands of processors. But that was just for the training part. Once it was trained, once they had the, the engine, uh, it was just running on, like, a consumer-level PC.
0: <laughs> hmm. I was going to say, though, you know, they said, oh, you know, Alpha Star has a has a advantage because it's using an API rather than the interface. I feel like, you know, because the Watson um, robot still had to press the buzzer. Yeah. So like they, that was
1: actually written into the rules of Jeopardy. Yeah.
0: So you actually had to, you know.
1: So what you think Alpha Go or Alpha Star should should have to use a mouse mouse and. A mouse and keyboard. Why? What what do you think that will do? Um,
0: Put it more on the level playing field of what the human sees. You know, have it have the same interface <laughs> that the human characters see. Have you know <laughs> your main camera window. Yeah. Have it have to be controlled by a mouse. Have to so
1: you're ha- saying instead of having it fed the game data directly, it should be doing like screen scraping and image processing.
0: Yes. Optical character recognition. If they're complaining that the API is a problem, okay. So you still have, you know, you still have deep mind in the background, but you you somehow teach it what the interface looks like. And you actually have it physically, you know, have to push keyboard buttons and move mouse around, you know, guaranteed you're going to get more into the robotics side of it, but
1: yeah. It's also much harder to train it because, it. I mean, unless you give it like a virtual keyboard and a virtual mouse to train it, you're not going to fit 200 years into a week.
0: Well, you, you, yeah, you know, once it yeah, has a physical thing, yes, then you got a problem. Yeah. Maybe start with a virtual keyboard and mouse and then see if you can actually get the robotics to catch up.
1: Maybe. Or just accept that there's, there's going to be a discrepancy, but the whole point is, can it out strategize the human?
0: Which it turns out at some point
1: can't. Well... I mean it did beat them pretty solidly
0: during the other matches yeah but i still love that where the my favorite line in here is is, this is what i'm used to seeing when a human battles ai you find something that they're doing that's a mistake and you're gonna make them do it over and over and over
1: that's that is correct because it's an ai yeah if you can find that loop man it's great um but i watched that stalker battle that they have a screen cap of at the very beginning Mm -hmm. and it was just it was incredible
0: oh yeah no it's it was like a wave just wave and then and then they just flip back and then
1: <laughs> well and it was it was controlling it on multiple attacks like it brought in multiple groups of stalkers and was microing all of them which is like just it was just it was really well done just nuts uh anything else uh
0: one last little funny thing i found out um uh-huh. there, there was a um digital uh cryptocurrency exchange that currently Is basically uh, lost control of at least $137 million because its founder suddenly died. And um, he was the only person known to have access to the offline wallet that stored all the digital coins.
1: Oops, I'm taking it to the grave. (laughs)
0: Literally. His his, uh, widow is trying to basically (laughs) hire somebody to try and hack the guy's laptop because it's got $137 million of not their money, but the exchange's money. So yeah.
1: I was, I was thinking about this the other day of like, would, would a service make sense where like you send all of your passwords to them? You send all like a a end of life, a digital end of life service.
0: Could you build that into, like, the last will and testament sort of thing?
1: Yeah, like, that's where it would have to be, right? Yeah,
0: some sort of, like, uh, SD card or something attached to your last will and testament. So, you know, know, like, you know, it is not allowed to be, you know, opened except on the... uh,
1: Event of my death.
0: The event of my death. Here is all of my... My God, that would have been so nice.
1: Here is all of my... Passwords, here's all of my, like, all different. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if something happens to me, Laura would have a hard time getting access to some of the money that I have. I'm not sure Laura knows where all of my money is.
0: Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> yeah, having to have de- dealt with the stuff with my mom and now my aunt is just. Yeah. It's like, well, where's this? Well, do we know if anything's are in this account or in this account? You know, have to go through all these legal loopholes, which is good because, you know, don't want people to just, you know, randomly be able to access my stuff, but it's still the, yeah. All
1: right. Rando. review. Review. I would like to review Monday Punday, the app.
0: Monday Punday, okay.
1: So if you if you search Monday Punday, you'll find MondayPunday.com.
0: Okay, that's where I'm at. Is that where I'm uh, supposed to be? There's
1: also an app for Monday Punday. Okay. And the app is just an interface to the website. So actually, if you're on the website, that's fine. Okay. Uh, and in fact, if you want to go to the website and just hit that shuffle button. So Monday Punday is a website... Where it's a, a visual pun. It is a picture. Yes. And the, the picture is a pun. Okay, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I've Which got one are you looking at? Uh, number 312. 312. Let me go see if I've got 312 in here. 312 is a so it's a board that's drawing or doodling behind someone's back yes oh my god so these are some of these are really hard <laughs> that's why I was like uh if i go to the very first one see if the very first one is it's still also hard oh I, okay i think i've got the first one chicken stripper close chicken strips chicken strips got it okay right yeah so the first one is chicken strips, because it's a chicken who is a stripper and they, they are stripping. So it's chicken strips. Okay. Uh and, and so that's the idea, right? They're they're these puns, they're visual gags that are uh not always easy, but typically <laughs> like pretty funny. Yeah. Tiki uh, barber. Tiki barber? Number two. Is that two. the second one? Yeah. What the hell is a tiki barber? Play on a tiki bar? Is. Tiki barber. Yep. Alright, you got it. Good job. Yep. Number three. Oh jeez. All right, hold on. I'm pretty sure this is a person's name. Yep. It's an actress. It's an actress? I think, yep. Oh, mini Driver. Right. Oh, yeah. So there are now 400 of these things, 422, and they're published every Monday. Okay. Uh, Hence Monday Punday, okay. Right, Monday Punday. They are amazing. They are, some of them are really, really hard. I'm I'm not great at a lot of them. The Monday Punday app is, um, it, it, it is just the collection. It's an interface to the website so that you can just do it on your phone without using the website. And the nice thing about the app is it actually will track which ones you have gotten correct. Oh. Uh, which is good, except it doesn't track what you submitted as the answer. <laughs> so we'll say, hey, you got it right. And you go back to it and you're like, what the hell was this? Right. I like, I'm looking through these. I'm like, okay, I got that. That's third time's the charm. Uh, I got that one. All right, it's this thing. But like, but what the heck was this? I don't know. Like, I got it right, but I don't remember what it is. So uh, it's it's fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. And and it it's so hard. <laughs> Some of them are so hard, Andy.
0: Well, I guess I'll have to start taking a look because I do love my puns.
1: Yep. I mean, just start back in the V. You got you're already up through number three. Yep. Like, I wonder how far we can go. I got number four. Hold
0: on. No, I just, I had just left the page. Hold on. I guess I'll have to start making a Google
1: Doc. Or just download the app.
0: Yes, but as you said, the app does not keep track of the
1: answers. Oh, yeah. You'd need to store a Google Doc with the answers. Seal? Seal of approval? That is correct.
0: God, it's like those punny crossword puzzle answers.
1: Oh, just, you know, in visual form. It's the ones that you wish could be on a crossword. Yes. But you, you, you need the picture of it. All right.
0: Mondaypunday.com. That will have yep. to be part of my Monday routine now.
1: It's it's good, but, man, some of them are just, they're so hard.
0: Yes, but they're probably hard for you, easier for others.
1: What? It's,
0: uh, the. <sighs> I was discussing with somebody about escape rooms and stuff. There, it's like you know, yes, you need a diverse group of people sometimes for escape rooms because ah, you know, yep. sometimes it makes sense to you, but what doesn't make sense to other people all yeah, the I mean, time? Sometimes you
1: know? it, it just comes to to one person really yeah. easily. Uh, take a look at four fifteen.
0: Four fifteen. I'm
1: curious if you if you figure this one out.
0: Four fifteen. Like almost whiskey. Uh, something about
1: spirits. Kindred spirits? Right. Nope. I will I will let you think about that one. You might need to chew on it. Oh, also, there are hints. There are not answers posted anywhere. Like, he, he pretty actively takes down answers. Uh, but there are hints on the Facebook page. So if you go to Facebook slash Monday Punday, okay. uh, they post a hint. And everyone replies to the hint with more hints that are all puns. <laughs> Even the hints are puns. <laughs> Okay, so, so What I just told you actually was also a hint and a pun.
0: 415 you said, right? Yes. First response is how is this not kindred spirits? <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. God, I'll have to think about this one. God, I'm just i I'm just stuck on kindred spirits now, and I know that's wrong.
1: Yeah. What's what's another thing instead of uh, spirit? Uh booze? Fake booze? Yep. Keep going. You got booze. You got spirits. What kind of store would you go to to buy all this? Party store? Outside of Michigan.
0: I don't know. What do you call party stores outside of
1: Michigan? usually like liquor stores. Oh, liquor. These are all things that are... It's similar. It's kinda. It's almost liquor. I don't know how much you want me to give away. I... I... Liquor... Almost liquor? Almost liquor. It says almost whiskey. It's kinda vodka. It's similar. One might say, rather informally, that they are liquor-ish. I, I'm. That's the answer, Andy. L-
0: liquor, liquor-ish.
1: What the? F- <laughs> they are. They are all liquor-ish.
0: That's what I'm doing with that one. Uh, yep. Yep.
1: That's that's what a pun is.
0: I know, but sometimes the puns, even for me, are just. Mm. All right. What else do we have? Uh, random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Where do chickens go after they die? To the processing plant. <laughs> I was going to say they go to my belly, which Kate just also said as well. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. We are going to be a, what are we doing? Tika marsala chicken tonight? Masala. Masala. Yeah,
1: tika masala. Masala. masala tikka masala. Chicken tika masala. If you're yes. talking about the Indian food, if you're yes. talking about the Italian, no, that's marsala. No, Indian chicken tika masala.
0: Okay, chicken tikka masala we, tonight yes, for dinner. We just
1: had that last night. Ah,
0: we got that tonight. Are you going out for it? No, we got. You're making it. Yeah. Well, we got a we got a jar of simmer sauce. Ooh. So we cook the chicken, we drop that sauce in there, we just let it simmer for a bit. Yep. Put it over a nice bed of rice, get some veggies yep. to go with
1: it. Pretty darn tasty. Mm-hmm. Yes, tikka masala. Okay. Not not tiki, not marsala, chicken tikka masala. Chicken tika right. masala.
0: But yeah, no, <laughs> I love how Kate and I both had the same idea of what's our first response. In my belly. Yeah.
1: Where does it go? My belly. I eat it.
0: It's tasty. Yeah. Now i got to figure out what the heck I'm having for lunch.
1: Not my problem. Nope. Talk to you later.
0: Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net.